Hi, everybody. I'm Angelica White. I'm Genesis Lemus. My name is Kahari Smart. I am Maddie Garvis. My name is Tommy O'Neill, and you are listening, listening to Blazer, Blazer Radio, Radio, the voice of Hood College. College in Frederick, Maryland. Good morning, Hood College. Coming to you live from the glass-walled studios of Blazer Radio on the third floor of Rosenstock Hall, this is the morning announcements for Monday, February 12th. I'm your host, Amra Brown, class of 2026. Sitting across from me are my co-hosts, Kobe Childs, class of 2024, and Steve Summer, class of 2024. Producing our show today is Professor Tim Jacobson. How are we doing, guys? Wonderful. Wonderful. How was yesterday? All right, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right, because <laughs> it relates to the answer to our uh, trivia question from last week, and we asked what two teams played in the first Super Bowl, and the answer uh, is the Green Bay Packers and some team called the Kansas City Chiefs. Never heard of them before. <laughs> uh, the Packers would go on to win that game 35-11. to 11. Uh, It would be their first of four Super Bowl victories. And uh, after last night's stunning 25-22 overtime win, the Chiefs now have their fourth, uh, their third Super Bowl win in five years. Um, I wrote down a few highlights from the game, which I thought were interesting stats. Uh, first quarter ended tied 0-0. First time that's ever happened in, uh, in Super Bowl history. Uh, 49ers kicker uh, Jake Moody uh, got the Scoring started with a Super Bowl record 55-yard field goal. Uh, and then, not to be outdone, uh, Kansas City Chiefs kicker uh, Harrison Butker uh, booted a 57-yard field goal to break Moody's record. Uh, Moody also had a few extra points. Uh, he had a, uh, uh, an extra point blocked in the third, which I think changed the course of that game. That could have won. Uh, he also had two tying field goals. Uh, which is kind of crazy. They went back-to-back. Uh, 49ers' Juwan Jennings threw a touchdown pass and caught a touchdown pass. Uh, it's only the second time that that has happened in Super Bowl history. You know who was the other guy? Patriots. Nick Foles. Nick Foles, and he played for? Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Uh, good. Nice call. Uh, it was the second overtime uh, game in Super Bowl history. Um, in overtime, Moody hit another uh, key field goal uh, to put uh, the 49ers ahead. And then, uh, not to be outdone again, that Patrick Mahomes guy drove down the field, uh, leading to a 10-yard pass to, uh, what's his name? Nicole? Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman. Uh, and it was the seventh longest game in history. Uh, and Mahomes got his MVP. So we talked about this earlier about uh, the game. A lot of people thought it was very boring. Yeah, I did not <laughs> like the game. I was not having fun. No. No. Yeah, I like defensive games. So it was different. I think that was what was good about it. It was a little bit different than than other ones because you didn't know what the heck was going to happen. Because I mean, everybody thought that these two teams were just going to come out and you know. It's going to be an offensive game, and it ended up being very, very defensive. What? How many? How many field goals were there? Six, eight, six, seven, 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 seven field yeah. goals. Had it been, yeah. I say we we were all we were all hoping that uh, Butker was going to be the uh, MVP, yeah. the Super Bowl. Because I mean, he put up probably he should have been. But he 12, had twelve of the points, yeah. and that was when they only had I think um, it was before 18. the touchdown. I think yeah, it was before yeah. the touchdown. He had twelve of their points. Yeah. Hmm. 
What'd you think of uh, the halftime show? I don't know. And the only thing I liked about it was I'm like I'm like Usher's wearing roller skates. I'm like right. <laughs> I'm like anytime you can come out of the Super Bowl and be that, you know, uh, confident of yourself and sing and and dance and put on roller skates. All right. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. That's a um, first. I don't know Alicia Keys. I love her. She's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right, who's doing uh, the recap? Uh, I'm gonna start. Which off. I can't even read because it's in blue. I don't know how you guys can read that. I'm in night mode, so. Okay. It's a little lighter. All right, so before we get to the recap, we wanted to let everyone know that they can order women's ice hockey merch between today and the end of the day Thursday. Help support Hood's newest sports program by going to the team store. You can find the link on the Team Blazers sports webpage. We also want to say congratulations to all the fall sports athletes who made the 2023 Middle Atlantic Conference Fall Academic Honor Roll. Hood placed a total of 57 student athletes on the list, including 18 from women's soccer team and 15 from the men's soccer team. Ten Blazers had perfect 4.0 GPAs. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Good job, folks. We have results in from two track and field meets from two weekends ago. Sophomore Harrison Bellevue took first place in the pentathlon high jump at the Frank Colden Invitational with a height of 1.85 meters. That translates to just over six feet. Bellevue also finished fourth in pentathlon long jump with a distance of 5.77 meters or 18 feet and 9 inches. At the Alvernia Plex shootout, Chris Sapp set another school record. His time of 1 minute, 56.5 seconds in the 800 meter run put him atop the field of 60 runners. Sapp now ranks first in the MAC at that distance. And the men's 4x400 meter relay team of Jamel Minns, Owen Ellington, Sapp, and Juan Barbarena ran a school record time of 3 minutes, 31.69 seconds for another school record and placed first in the race. I, don't, there, I keep saying this like every like show that we do that somebody needs to look in and see if it's a school record on how many school records SAP and MINS have made because I feel like every time they go out, they break their own record or the 4x4 four four team breaks a record or something. Yeah, those guys are somebody animals. needs to somebody on the blue and gray needs to do some research into that. We got to get up. <laughs> Not this semester. Next okay. semester. <laughs> on Wednesday, women's basketball saw inconsistent shooting lead, led to a, a 67 to 52 to Stevenson University and Owings Mills. The Blazers put up only four points in the second quarter. A solid third gave them gave the team hope, but the Mustangs prevailed down the stretch. Junior Chanel Lee. And, Led all players with twenty points. Yeah, I got on, it. There you go. I edited for you. There you go. On the men's side, scoring was not an issue as five players recorded double-digit figures. Grad student Ryan Howadell and senior Tremaine Strickland each had eighteen points. Junior Garrett Cox had thirteen, and junior Garrison Linton and student Justin Geeland each had eleven in the impressive ninety-four eighty-six win over Stevenson. A trip across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge to Eastern was not a good one for men's basketball. A low shooting first half doomed the guys, even though they came back strong with a fifty point with fifty points in the second half. Linton, Strickland, and Cox were all in double double figures, but it wasn't enough. Final score ninety three eighty four. It's like a tale of two different games between Wednesday and Saturday. I know that was a disappointing one for them. Yeah. The women's team fared no better. Falling to the Eagles 57-54, or 44. 
The two teams went into the uh, half separated by one point with the Eagles holding the 16-15 advantage, but it was Eastern that came out clicking in the second half, outscoring the Blazers 42-28. Lee once again led all hood shooters with 16 points. At home in Blazer Arena, men's volleyball split their tri-meet with Immaculata University and Teal College. In the first matchup, Hood came from behind to pull off a, a stunning five-set match against the Mighty Max. The Blazers won the first set 25-20, dropped the second and third sets 22-25 and 23-25, and then won the fourth 25-21 and the, fi- uh, the tiebreaker 15-12. In the second matchup, the guys would get swept in three sets by the Tomcats 25-16, 25-17, and 25-11. First-year player Charles Casas led all players with 29 kills, and fellow first-year player Cameron Nugent ended his day with 42 assists. We're not going to talk about women's uh, lacrosse because we don't know the result of that. I know they scrimmaged uh, Shippensburg D2 school, but uh, I don't have a result from that. All right, what's happening this week? Uh, the Week in Blazer Sports gets started on Wednesday with a trio of matchups. Men's basketball travels to Reading, Pennsylvania for a 7 p.m. matchup against Alvernia University. The women's team are at home against the Golden Wolves for faculty appreciation night at 7. And men's volleyball are in Elizabethtown for an 8 p.m. matchup against the Blue Jays. On Thursday, men's and women's swimming head to York College for four days of competition at the MAC Conference Championships and women's basketball travels to Fredericksburg, Virginia for a 6 p.m. tip-off against the University of Mary Washington. I think, and I'm pretty sure um, those Wednesday games are Tuesday. I may have that because faculty appreciation day is Tuesday, not Wednesday. So that might be my fault for looking at that wrong. But it's Tuesday is faculty appreciation day. It's a big weekend in hood sports. Men's and women's track and field will split up for competitions at Susquehanna University and at the Larry Sharp Memorial Invitational at Hager, in Hagerstown. Men's volleyball travels to Dallas, Pennsylvania for a tri-meet against Misericordia, Misericordia and Mount Lucius. Matches are at noon and 2 p.m. Baseball is in action with a doubleheader against Almira College. Game times are at noon and at 2 p.m. Men's lacrosse get their season underway with a road matchup against uh, up in Aston, Pennsylvania with Newman University at 3 p.m. Women's and men's basketball host Mac York College at 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. And women's lacrosse get their spring started with an away game against Randolph-Macon College at 4 p.m. And finally, on Sunday, both swim teams finish up with the last of the Mac championships. All right, so um, predictions for baseball? We're winning. Sweep. Sweep. A sweep? Mm-hmm. All around. I'm going to hold you guys to that. All right. It's but two days until Valentine's Day. <laughs> and that's today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's today. It is. It's Monday. It's, <laughs> it's two days until Valentine's Day, and there are two chances to make cards for those who you care about. Drop by WIP between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. to buy candy and make a card for your favorite faculty member or make a card for someone special in your life. Also, Rev Beth would like to let everyone, everyone know there are a couple of spaces left for students who would like to go on the alternative spring break trip to Annapolis to, in Annapolis to learn about being an active citizen and voter as we prepare for the upcoming elections in November. Email Taylor at 20. AT20 at hood.edu for more information. To, on, Feb, on Tuesday, February 13th, the Queer Student Union will be holding another discussion in Uncensored series. This week's topic is transgender athletes in sports. This topic comes from a current bill that would 
that would ban transgender women from sports in the high school level in Maryland. We will be hearing from other D.C. clubs as well as athletics on this topic, hearing from our community. All opinions on the topic are welcome as we facilitate an educational conservation conversation. However, safe, safety and respect to others is a requirement at this event. The discussion starts at 1230 in Wake Commons. Another opportunity to make some Valentine's to make some Valentine's for that special someone, head to the library cafe between twelve between three and five PM to make blazer bracelets. Since it is Fat Tuesday, the D Hall will be offering a variety of Mardi Gras inspired dishes for lunch and dinner. There will be beads and and hopefully gumbo. There gotta be gumbo. How can you not have gumbo this morning? No, I hope they you're, have it. You're agreeing with me, right? Oh gumbo's so good. <laughs> Let's hope so. It's game night it's game night again in Rosenstock one with the games club. A variety of board games, card games, and strategy games will be on hand for a check for a check hand for a checkout. So head head to the basement of Rosenstock at six thirty. Uh, Wednesday, February 14th is Ash Wednesday, the first day of Lent for Christians worldwide. Services will be held from 1230 to 1 in the chapel, and Rev Beth will also be offering ashes to go in wit from 2.30 to 3 p.m. It's also Valentine's Day, so be extra nice to all your friends and classmates. And D Hall is getting in on the Cupid theme with some Valentine's Day-inspired food. Think chocolate strawberries and heart-shaped patties. For those couples out there, head to Wit Commons at 8 p.m. for a game of Who Knows Their Partner Best, free food and prizes for the winning couples. Hmm. All right. On Thursday, February 15th, today is the day that the Buddhists commemorate the passing of the Buddha, also known as Nirvana Day. The Mahayana festi- done. festival commemorating the death of the Buddha at the age of, at the age of 80 and his attainment of parin- parinirvana. Mm-hmm. Ever think about applying for an internship somewhere in the D.C. area? If so, head to the Career Center at 1 p.m. for an information session with American, with American University University's Washington Semester Program. This program helps students secure internships at high-level agencies, meet national and global representatives, build a professional network that could open the doors to future job opportunities, and free pizza. And another Sex Week event. This, is one, of, this one is titled Believe It or Not. The Sex Edition. Join the Feminist Student Union and the and the Health and Wellness Center in WIT 220 at 1 p.m. to play this game about facts, feats, and figures. Tired of Chicken Nugget Thursday in the D-Hall? Probably not, but how about branching out this Thursday with, with mac and cheese uh, mania? The chefs will be offering a variety of cheese-covered pastas for your enjoyment. All right, hold on. This is always the question: Is mac and cheese a side or a main? It's a side. Side. It has to be a main for me. I'm vegetarian. Okay. See, there you go. It's dependent what, on the person. What about our peanut gallery? What do you guys think? I'm a big fan of main. Main. Why do I always pay attention? Is mac and cheese <laughs> is mac and cheese a side or a main, or both? Side. side. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I call it a main, or it could be a side. All right, there you go. Stick around in wit until 3 p.m. Tea and talk. This one will be about uh, stalking safety in the digital age. This episode will focus on air tags, nanny cams, webcams, social media, and more. In the evening, how about getting your hands dirty with the QSU? Stop by wit 220 at 7 p.m. to plant a plant and decorate a pot for yourself or someone else. 
Also at 7 p.m., the Pre-Health Club will be holding a session on heart health as part of the American Heart Month, making care package for yourself, a friend, or anyone else you might need some extra love after the day of love. If you're interested, head over to Hudson Room 235. And to wrap up the day, the Intramural Sports Club will be having another ping-pong tournament in WIT. The competition starts at 7 p.m. On Friday, February 16th, the University Christian Fellowship Club will be holding their weekly prayer fellowship on first floor of Whitaker near the switchboard at 9 a.m. There will be time to be in stillness, pray individually, and come together to share prayer requests and pray over one another. All students, faculty, and staff are welcome. And finally, calling all Dungeon Masters, the Games Club will be holding their first D&D night in Rosenstock 1 at 6.30. Beginners and those absolutely new to the game are welcome to come. There's no need to bring your own character sheet, but if you wish to, the group says they almost always play at third level. I hope somebody knows what that means. Not me. No. Not me. All right, what's going on the weekend? On Sunday evening, if you forget to celebrate Valentine's Day on Wednesday, you have another chance. Head to the lounge in Blazer Hall at 7 p.m. for fresh, hot pancakes and special toppings. Then give your heart to help others by helping make blankets for neighbors in need in the wider Frederick area. The downtown breakdown. There you go. Now, we don't normally plug events that are happening at, at local craft breweries, but since Valentine's Day is Wednesday, we decided to make an exception. On Tuesday, head to Attaboy, Frederick's first craft brewery for a perfect match. A romance book fair for adults. There will be there will be romance books for sale, blind date with a book, local authors signing books, pink drinks, tote bags, and a cute selfie station and more. The event start the event is free and starts at five PM. On Thursday, in, uni- in unison with the Earth is hosting a guided sound and toning meditation event from seven thirty to nine PM. Join specialist Jim Thomas as he guides you through a deep, transformational state of awareness. Jim will focus on breath and will include the use of poetry, singing bowls, shruti boxes, chimes, nature sounds, and voice. In Unison is located at 28 East 6th Street. And for the table game enthusiasts out there, head to the Seabur Arts Library on Saturday between noon and 3 for Break My Game Day. In this event, tabletop game designers will have their in-progress games on display and invite people to test out their games and give them feedback. The library is located at 110 East Patrick Street. All right, who's doing trivia? I'll do trivia. All right. Our trivia question for this week is, when was the last time the Super Bowl ended in a scoregami? A scoregami, for those who don't know, is a score that has never happened before in NFL history. So total score. Yeah, total score total at score the end of the game. I have no idea. Find out next week, though. We'll give you the answer in next week's show. All right, and now it's time for uh, the weather report. Uh, Today, low of 42, high of 49, uh, 80% chance of rain. I had no idea it was supposed to rain today. Uh, Same for tomorrow, uh, 80% chance of rain, low of 34, high of 45. Wednesday, we get a little colder, uh, low of 49, uh, high of 40. Uh, Thursday, uh, low of 26, high of 47. Friday, uh, low of 30, high of 43, partly cloudy. Uh, And then Saturday, low of 24, high of 35. And Sunday, low of 21, high of 43 and sunny. 
And that is our show for today. If you have an event you want to promote or want to recognize an accomplishment by a few fa a fellow faculty member, staff member, student, or student athlete, send an email to blazerradio at hood.edu, and we will include it in a future show. Until next Monday, I'm your host, Amrit Brown. Uh, I'm Colby Childs. <laughs> and I'm Steve Summer. And I'm Tim Jacobson. All right, everybody, have a good week. And, uh, and again, you know, be nice to people because it's Valentine's Day week. Thank you.